Hey y'all, and welcome to Hot Takes with Kate, episode two. I am so excited to have you back. Today on the podcast, we have one of my oldest friends, Alexa Pollock. Alexa and I have been besties since I moved to Texas, which is almost 10 years ago. Alexa has had such an amazing story. In her younger years, she played tennis, but would model for boutiques on the side. She started her college years at University of Arkansas, but transferred to Texas Tech her junior year and graduated as a human sciences major in 2021. After college, she made the decision to uh, pursue her dream as a model and work for brands such as Guess, Dolce Gabbana, Sherry Hill, Windsor, Nordstrom's, and more. So please welcome one of my best friends and oldest friends, Alexa Pollock. Alexa, thank you so much for coming on Hot Takes with Kate. You're one of my oldest Hello. friends. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. Uh, I feel <laughs> I'm like so excited to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have so many fun things to talk about um, on yes. modeling, relationships, health, all the things. Oh yeah. <laughs> so thank you for coming and taking the time to come in, come and bring on your hot takes. Of course, of course. All right. Well, I love to start out strong with a hot take, and I figured mm-hmm. why not go into something that you're doing now, which is modeling. So let's just give it a go. What's what's your hot take on modeling? All right. My hot take on modeling is that it is a pretty outdated industry, and it, it's also pretty overrated. Um let me elaborate. So I think modeling reached its peak back in the 90s, early 2000s. Yes, eating disorders were glorified and pushed upon models. Um, But also you just had, I mean, the peak of fashion, there was no fast fashion, really. You didn't have the Shein and the Fashion Nova and, you know, like, cheap clothing that people glorify nowadays. And that social media really pushes because um, it's centered around sex, essentially, and sex appeal. And back then, modeling and fashion was just, like, just so elevated. And it was truly about, like, fashion, like, how it looked on the women and what personality the women brought and, like, their fierceness. And, um, yeah, I just think it used to be a lot more elevated. And, um, yeah, just, like, kind of up. And nowadays, I would say with social media and fast fashion and, you know, we have things like TikTok and Instagram now that really dictate how girls perceive themselves and the beauty standard. And so I think we've seen a decline um, in kind of the quality of the modeling industry. Um, I would say it's pretty overrated as well because so many people claim to be models now. You know, you have your Instagram models, you have your OnlyFans models, um, and my hot take is they are not actually models. Um, they actually, yeah, I would say, I mean, they make money off of paid Instagram posts, which is amazing. And like, that's an awesome thing. And I think girls should totally do that if they can or want to. Um, but I don't think you should put yourself in the same category as a model, like, I don't put myself in the category of an Instagram model or an OnlyFans model. Um, I actually model for brands and um, it's my full-time job. I'm a professional model and yeah, I don't do it in like the social media sense or anything like that. 
Yeah, no, I think people don't realize too, because we've talked a lot about it, because I don't know much about the modeling industry. And you've yep. probably taught me a lot about it. Um, but, <laughs> it's a lot to navigate. Oh, yeah. From what you've told me, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's so crazy, like, all the stuff y'all have to do. Yeah. And it's way more intense, I think, than people think it is, right, because of the whole social media yes. platforms that are on today. Like, But even in, you know, my conversations with you, too, you also now as a model, even professionally, have to use social media as your almost portfolio. Yes which is so 100%. crazy like to think about like you know maybe like 10 15 years ago girls were still i mean and they probably still do this correct me if i'm wrong but like handing in their portfolios of like just paper and that was it like, exactly. no one had you know no one was instagram models no one was all these different things and it's like so crazy how much it's evolved and anyone can be almost anything nowadays which is yeah. good in some senses, but it's like, where's the professionalism at? Exactly. Um, pretty much modeling has turned totally digital. I mean, when I sign a new contract, 90% of the time, it's done over a Zoom meeting. They sent over contracts and agreements via email. You don't even have to go into the office. Um, it's so crazy. Like everything is pretty much done online your Instagram, your TikTok, it's like your portfolio now. And that's what clients see and how they kind of like scout you and see who they want to hire for their company. And yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. That's so insane. I mean, just to see how industries in general have changed. So that's pretty cool yeah. though. I like that hot take because that's kind yeah. of honest. That's out there. I mean, Good for you. I mean, listen, I love my <laughs> friends that are just like on it and they're like, yep, this is my hot take. <laughs> but it's yeah. kind of, every hot take's a little controversial because no one can think the same way. So I love it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So let's get kind of into your story. How did you get into modeling? Okay. What was your first job? Tell us the beginning of this whole journey. Yes. Okay. So the year's 2020. It's covid peak of quarantine everyone's locked in their houses it's you know locked down and um i kind of started tapping into social media more tiktok's getting really popular and so i you know posted a few photos to instagram and i got scouted by what's called a mother agent so a mother agent is basically someone who is your manager they oversee getting you signed in all of the different markets um, aka cities so you know like Miami Los Angeles New York and then there's like the international markets Milan Paris London Hong Kong like Thailand Australia South Africa everywhere um and so I got scouted by a mother agent um and then I had him with a second mother agency decided to go with my first mother agent she was wonderful um, just helped me get started. We did some photo shoots to build up a portfolio. And so again, it was COVID quarantine. Really the only market that was open was Miami. Um, New York and LA were completely shut down. So those were pretty much out of the question. Um, I was halfway through my junior year of college. So I was 20 years old, um, you know, when I got scouted and everything. Um, moved to Miami 
for that whole summer for like about four months. I got signed with an agency there, which was super exciting. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of jobs going on or like work really happening. So I just kind of took the opportunity to like do a bunch of shoots uh, with photographers who were comfortable with meeting up and shooting. Um, and yeah, it was just like a really great experience. I had never lived outside of Texas before. And even though it was just for a summer, it was seriously amazing and something that I'll never forget. Um, just being like super young and naive um, in the modeling industry in a major market in the US. So that was really cool. And then went back to college for my senior year. And actually, my first ever job booking that I got was um, e-commerce for sports bras. <laughs> so my face wasn't even in them like 90% of the time. Um, but it, it was a really good gig. Flew out to Miami from Lubbock, Texas. And yeah, like it, it was just really cool to get started in that. They became a client of mine. And then I just kind of capitalized on that and expanded. I love that you went to college in Lubbock because I feel like it's one of those stories yeah. where it's like, oh, I came from this small town. You know? <laughs> I know we grew up like <laughs> in Dallas, classic. but like, you know, it's oh just like kind of cool. Like you got started on this whole thing while you were in Lubbock because of all places that yeah. probably has the least amount of modeling opportunities. Like you're in yeah. the middle of nowhere in West Texas, just... Mm -hmm. honky tonk in it like <laughs> honky tonk red dirt out in the middle of nowhere I love all it. the things <laughs> I love it I you know and now I'm a tech fan because my brother and sister go there but I hey, mean wreck them wreck them always <laughs> any Texas tech fans out there good place to be yeah I love it all right so now you live in LA which is such a big move yes um I know you were living Crazy. in Miami for a while but LA, I feel like, is your yeah. main spot now. Like, you're there. You've been there for, what, almost a year? I've been here for a year now. So I moved okay. here um, last February, just on a whim. Was supposed to only be here for a month. So crazy. Went back home to Texas for, you know, a few weeks. And I was like, wow, got to go back to LA, I think. Like, there's just so much more I want to do. Um, yeah. You know, thing is kind of taking off. So, I, you know, did a few more months. And um, here we are. A few more months turned into a year, and I honestly couldn't be happier. I love it. Well, so from what I know, and from I've come, I came to see you in LA a couple months ago. Um, uh -huh. It's a very competitive industry in modeling in LA. It is. So tell us, like, how did you manage going about such a competitive industry? I know you, you used to be an athlete. I feel like it's kind of the same, almost like competitive mentality like how did you navigate mm -hmm. it how did you go about you know going through that uh, process and um, competing with so many girls essentially yeah um that's a really really good question and I would start that out with saying I think the key to my success personally is that I don't view it as a competition um, I am never in competition with other girls. And honestly, the only person that I'm in competition with is myself. Every single day is an opportunity to get better. So it's kind of this like constant fight with yourself. Like, no, you. the only way to get better is to challenge yourself um, and actually like the change that you want to see within yourself, within 
you know, your profession, uh, your relationship, friendships, anything in life. Um, so yeah, I don't consider myself competitive with other girls at all. Um, and I just try to come here with the most open mind and growing up, I was really, really shy. Um, and I think it just helped a lot to kind of just have like a full send mentality and you know what you see someone that you want to be friends with or something you go up to them and you talk to them you network you make a good impression um yeah you just talk about like knowledgeable things you prove that you're an intellectual capable human being who is more than just a pretty face or a model or whatever you know um there's more to us and it's a huge networking opportunity like every single day that you live out here in Los Angeles um and it is a competitive industry, of course. Um, but of course, like what I found to work for me, is I don't view it as a competition with other girls. Um, and just try to be nice to everyone. I build really good relationships with everyone. Um, you gain a little bit of knowledge from each person that, person that you talk to. Um, and you got to take that home with you at the end of each day. I love your answer to that because I feel like <laughs> we live in such a competitive world and everyone makes everything competitive, right? I think it's okay to be yeah. competitive with yourself because that's how you get yourself better, you know, and you were kind of saying that, exactly. like, you have to almost compete with yourself and not others. I think Michael Phelps, it was like, he said, I never looked at the person swimming next to me. And that's why he won so mm -hmm. many gold medals. Like. That's just exactly. crazy. Like you can't be comparing yourself. And I think that's another thing with social media. Like we're constantly comparing ourselves, especially, you know, I'm sure in the modeling industry, it's hard to not do that because there's so many, like, I mean, there are, there's like a lot of beautiful girls out there and it's so oh, easy yeah. to look at, Oh, these are my flaws. And these are the things that I could probably get better at, you know? And so, mm -hmm. um, well, I, I think one thing we both have in common that I kind of want to go off of <laughs> on your answers that, to that question, yeah. but you know, we're both Christians and yes. I guess, so how, how have you maintained your faith in an industry such as modeling and in a city where maybe that's not as common? Um, I think personally being in a, a city where um, I mean, there's a lot of sin, there's a lot of darkness going on, but that really goes for any city, any place on earth, you know, there's always going to be those types of people. Um, but of course, in LA, it's very prevalent. People come here to be somebody and to climb a social ladder or a professional ladder, and they will do anything it takes to achieve that. Um, but for me, being surrounded by that really just motivates me to stick to who I am and my core values and my morals. Um, just because I see them and it, it's no one that I want to be like. It's no one I want to become. It's no one I want to be surrounded by. Um, so that's kind of just what motivates me. And for me, like if I have the opportunity to spread kindness or kind of just be a living expression of God's love for us uh, onto other people, I will take it. I mean, like, I don't know. I think a lot of people don't really know God out here and they don't really know about faith or just like sticking to any good moral values or more, um, you know, that are going to like help them sleep better at night and feel better about themselves ultimately rather than 
uh, like cheating the ladder on the way up to success. Oh yeah. No, I think it's, it's really hard. Um, I think in cities where it's maybe not as prevalent, like Texas is the Bible belt. Like we'll just say it straight hot take, you know, it's easy to become a Christian here. It's easy to find Christians here. And so like going to any other city, it's very, very different. Um, and I think it, Mm -hmm. You kind of get out of this bubble when you leave Texas where it's like, wait, there's like more going on in the world than just, you know, this nice Christian bubble we're living in. But I think you're so right. Like you have, I mean, we are to live by example. Like how are you living your life differently? Because when your heart's like truly convicted by Jesus, your life is Mm -hmm. different. Your behaviors change, like everything changes about you. And I love that you're just one of those people in, in, in an industry where it's, you know, maybe not as common, but I'm sure there's a lot of them out there that are Christians and, you know, doing the same things as you and, you know, just trying to show Jesus's love and goodness. It pays off to be different and to stick to who you really are. It really does pay off. Yeah. And I would say too, like as your friend, (laughs) I've seen you just like stand your ground on your values and everything that you believe in. And, you know, that takes a lot of strength and, um, I think that's, it's definitely hard as a young adult and as a young woman. So, all right. So I think you had some amazing hot takes on modeling Alexa, but there's just so much more we have to talk about. I mean, we have relationships and health, which are two things I think a lot of young girls go through and health I know is definitely a thing you're very passionate about. And, uh, we've had a lot of conversation about it, but before we get into that, I want to ask you, what is your hot take on relationships? Oh, gosh. To be honest, I think this is my hot take. People say dating sucks in Los Angeles. But my hot take, it rocks. Um, oh, to be young and in a new city surrounded by all of these amazing people and all of these different environments. I mean, you go to a different part of town. You feel like you're in an entirely new city. I mean, Beverly Hills to Santa Monica to West Hollywood um, to downtown Los Angeles to Malibu. It's all within like 50 miles of each other. And it's just all different worlds. And you meet people from like these different parts of town um, you know, they show you around, they show you like just all the different things to do here in LA. And you just like, it's an opportunity to meet so many cool new people. And yeah, it's just, it's a fun, fun gig. <laughs> I love it. And I, I know we've talked about it too. Cause I mean, you yes. know, I've talked to people who lived in LA and they're like, dating's awful. Like it's the worst dating scene, even on social media. I feel like people say that. So yeah. I think that's like a great hot take. It's, you know, yeah. almost in a way, that's like, my hot take for sure. <laughs> it's controversial to the popular opinion, but I do love that. Uh, and I think too, it also depends on your personality. Like you are definitely the person to put yourself out there and kind of just go for it. I feel like some people are very like hesitant and are like, oh, I don't know, like maybe not this person or, you know, I feel like you kind yeah. of just take the chance and go for it, which I think, you know, what do you have to lose? Exactly. What do you have to lose? Like we are in our twenties. 
I mean, there's nothing that should be holding us back that much. Um, and I think that's why I haven't really had like a bad experience out here, really. Um, and you just kind of got to take everything with a grain of salt. And if it doesn't work out, it's it's a lesson. Um, it's a blessing as well. And yeah, just like have fun with it. You just you shouldn't take it so seriously, you know, like it's not end game after the first day or anything. Uh, and yeah, like, why not have fun? You're in a whole new city. You're across the country from everyone and everything you've ever known. Why not just full send it and have a great time with it? Absolutely. And I think too, through any <laughs> relationship, like I feel like girls have said to me like, oh, I just wasted like six months of my life. Like, no, you didn't waste six months. Like, right. Like you said, it's a lesson. Like you learn what you liked about the person you liked, what you learn, what you didn't like about 100%. that person. And that is such a blessing because that's going to lead you to the right person. And so I love that you said it's a lesson learned and a blessing because it is so true. So yeah. I love that. 100%. <laughs> yes. All right. So I guess kind of going back to college years, um, yeah. you know, young girls struggle a lot with dating. I guess, how would you, what advice would you give them in navigating dating in college? To be honest, I can't stress this one enough. But take your college relationship so seriously. It is, you know, I get it. It's young love. Um, but the second you graduate college, a whole new world opens up. You meet so many new people. You're probably going to move to a new city. Um, and why? I, I don't know. Just like you shouldn't be limiting yourself. Um, and I get it. I've been there before when your college relationship feels like it's the end all be all like you guys have to get married or whatever. Um, and that's totally a beautiful thing if it does happen. It really is. Um, and if you find that, that's amazing for you. Um, but, you know, if you're stuck in like some young, toxic relationship, life is too freaking short. Move on. Move to a new city. Meet those new people. Go out. Put yourself out there. I know it's easier said than done, but you don't make it. You don't have to make it so hard for yourself. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Yeah. No, I think so. I think some people are like, well, you know, going back to toxic relationships, a lot of girls in college, you know, I was definitely one of those people where I kind of swept stuff under the rug because it's like, oh, like you're supposed to get married right out of college. It's like, no, you don't have to like stop putting that pressure exactly. on yourself to, you know, find the right person in college. Because, right, mm -hmm. if it does happen, it's such a beautiful thing and it's such a blessing. Um, but yeah you know, that's not everyone's plan. And that's not the path that God has planned for every single person. Like sometimes yeah. you're maybe meant to go out and like have this whole like other testimony, but don't put up. Mm -hmm. I think too, like a lot of girls in college tend to get, you almost tend to get desperate in a sense where it's like, Oh, that's okay. Like, yeah. You know, they went to a strip club with their friends. Like, no, that's, that's not okay. Like, you know, you can't let certain things, you know, fly by because then what are you going to end up with? Like, that's going to cause a lot of issues later on. But 100%. Yeah. So I think that I love that. I love that piece of advice. Yeah. 
All right. Better respect yourself a little more, ladies. Yes, yes, you're very valuable and you deserve uh, a lot. Yes. All right, so what are things that you look for when you go on a date? If I were to go on a date, someone who has good communication skills, um, someone who just isn't entirely black and white, they're not totally dry in their conversational skills or storytelling, um, have some spice in there, you know, like someone who's entertaining, um, they can make you laugh. Um, yeah, you just, I, I don't know. I think that's kind of how I operate. Um, I like good guys with like a good sense of humor. Um, and people with a good drive and like good motivation. I love that. Those are, I think, good yeah. things to look for, like in a guy, because, you know, oh, the dry guys out there that have like no personality or sense of humor, it gets boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially it when gets you have boring. to. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta have something to go off of, you know? Like, have you ever been on a first date where you've had to lead the whole conversation? No, um, I've had a few very interesting um, dates. One of them, I would say, I guess this was like one of my worst dating experiences in LA. Um, but it was like last year. It was probably like last February, March, um, so a year ago. Um, but I, there was this guy, and he lived at the beach. And, you know, we had seen each other a few times. It was good. Really smart guy. Really driven. Um, but he always kind of had, like, this red flag of, like, narcissism in a way. Um, just, like, the way he would talk about himself um, was kind of not cool. And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of a turnoff. Um, but I'm just going to see where it goes. Whatever. And so he had expressed that he wanted to be more serious. Um and you know i wasn't quite there yet but i was like okay like let's just see like whatever what happens and there was this one weekend he's like hey why don't you and your friends come down to the beach granted it's like a 45 minute drive and if you live in la you know a 45 minute drive is a lot and you kind of gotta like this person if you're driving 45 minutes to spend time with them um anything past like four miles away in LA is considered like a long distance relationship (laughs) and yeah so so I bring two girlfriends with me we head down to the beach we grab a drink we grab some appetizers you know it's fun it's like him and his roommate and anyways like he had ordered for the table and not all of us were drinking so it was just like whatever drinks you know chips and dip type of thing um it was like probably 75 bucks for like all five or six of us whatever keep in mind he's the one who asked me to come and to bring my friends and we drove like almost an hour to go hang out with him and you know show up great whatever he asked me to get the bill and I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> like, no. Um, come again. <laughs> like, what? Sorry. And he literally looks at me and he hands me the bill. He goes, if you want to alleviate this. And I was like, sir, 
I know you did not just ask me to come down here. Like, you're courting me. And you ask me to bring my friends as well. And, you know, we didn't even, whatever. It's just kind of like the principle of it. If you're asking someone out, um, I, I don't know. I guess I'm mo more traditional in that aspect. Um, but, yeah, the, the guy better be picking up the bill. Especially if I'm the one, like, traveling to go see him. Like, no, 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 no. Well, I don't even think it's more so about paying. And this is my hot take. Like, because I'm kind of passionate about this. But, like, it's not even about the guy paying. It's about the guy pursuing the girl and making mm -hmm. them feel special. If you want to go into a relationship with a girl, then take them on dates. Even if you can only afford ice cream, coffee, like, whatever it may be. Exactly pay for it especially at the beginning like i get when you're kind of like are into the relationship you know you start to split more stuff probably and kind of you know not half sees it but you know you kind of get each yeah. other like oh i'll get this for you because you know because yeah. i think that's a lot to put on a young guy especially yeah um it you is. know we're still young and guys aren't making you know normally that much money i know like la is different but it's still expensive to live in LA and yeah. I think too you know you just have to consider okay what is this person's financial situation but if they want to date you show that they want to date you is my thing 100% and I think sadly like yeah it is paying for going on dates but if you can afford coffee or a picnic it doesn't have to be like mm -hmm. a fancy dinner but it can be ice yeah. cream or coffee or something simple, you know? Yes, 100%. Like, background context, this guy was making a lot of money. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. lived in, like, a really nice spot at the beach, drove a really nice car, like, bought a lot of really nice things. So it was just, like, mm, I don't know. Maybe kind of he was the con artist way. and we don't know. <laughs> Maybe he was. He probably was, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It could have been a rental car. <laughs> exactly yeah. that is so true actually yeah so who knows kind of moving on speaking of guys relationships you know i think we've both we've been friends for a long time and we've both been through some hard breakups and uh, mm -hmm. i think there's girls out there going through that now so i guess what advice would you give uh women who are going through that um i think the best advice i can give is that you need to give yourself time. You need to focus on yourself. Um, that's what's really going to help pull you out of a dark place. Um, pour all of that energy that you were pouring into the wrong person into yourself and love yourself again. And if you could love the wrong person that much, imagine how much you'll love the right person when they come along. Um, and it, trust me when I say this, it always comes when you least expect it. Um, and yeah, you just got to love yourself, like pour that energy and that love all back into yourself um, and amazing things are going to happen. Yeah, no, yeah. it's funny recently too, I've had the um, revelation per se <laughs> of when yeah. you fix, for me personally, right? But uh, when I fix my heart posture towards the Lord, like mm -hmm. the most unexpected good things have come in my life. 
And I think that's yeah. like the whole saying of it comes at the most unexpected time and it's the, always the best thing. I think it's like, where's your heart posture at and where's your mind at? Are you, what are you pursuing in your life at that time? Because if it's other yeah. guys, it's not usually like, you know, sometimes, yeah, you want to pursue dating. I think girls are always wanting to pursue dating, but you know, what mm -hmm. is your heart really encompassing in that season of life? I think that's when the good unexpected things come. Totally. All right, Alexa, kind of moving on from relationships into something I know you are very, very passionate about, which is the health field, wellness, all the things. Yes. What is your hot take? Probably 98% of the stuff that people are led to believe is good for you, um, that is marketed as healthy. All the stuff that's sold in our grocery stores, it's poisoning us. Uh, I'm a firm believer in that. I think everything works against us um, health-wise, and it's sold to us because big pharma and, um, you know, our medical system is really corrupt, um, and they profit off of it. Like, w why wouldn't they profit off of sick people who need medicine and all of this extra help um you know in america obesity is a huge issue um women are put on a lot of medicines um you know people are just super easily prescribed sorts of medications that a lot of people don't actually do their research on um and yeah, I just really think like our current food system, our um, medical system, it's all kind of working against us. Um, and we do have the power to, you know, work against that and do our own research. And, um, you know, you got to start reading labels, uh, clean ingredients, anti-inflammatory, no fake colorings or additives. Um, you know, you don't gotta be like so gun ho about it, but if you're eating like, you know, I, I don't even know, just like store brand, uh, very generic stuff. And again, again, like I totally, totally understand, um, you know, if you can't afford certain things. Um, so I don't mean to come across as like tone deaf to people who just like can't afford, but, um, you know, there are some ways around it, but again, I just think it's really like our system. Yeah, I think like, right, it's sad that the most affordable things are not yeah. farm grown. Exactly. Like, why is it that organic veggies and fruit are so expensive? They're like the most expensive thing to buy at the grocery store. But you go down the street to McDonald's and you get a 20 piece McNugget for $1.99. So I guess kind of going off that, right? It is hard for some people to afford things, but what are some things that you could say people could start incorporating into their diet that you've found really helpful for you and have really like, you know, improved gut health, uh, all the things, yeah, yeah, brain yeah. health, um, that might be more affordable to the average American? I would say like generally speaking, um, but from a woman's standpoint, I went through a hormonal imbalance last year and I really just kind of did my research, like what foods um, can I start incorporating into my diet that are going to like help balance out my 
hormonal levels that are just kind of throwing me out of whack. They caused me, you know, like acne and like waking last summer is a really weird period of my life. Um, but I think like, especially as women, um, our hands are often like so out of whack. Um, people kind of like glamorize drinking a ton of coffee on like an empty stomach. It's like one of the worst things you can do for yourself, actually. Uh, just spikes your cortisol levels through the roof. Um, and in turn, you know, it just totally stresses you out and it can cause like weight gain, anxiety. Um, all of these other issues can cause like an irregular period, um, you know, like topics that are typically uncomfortable to talk about, but like people need to talk about them because they're actually happening and they're real. Um, but for me, what I did, um, you know, luckily I have a profession where um, I work hard enough, like where I'm able to make like a decent living for myself. Um, so yeah, I really just kind of like invested in myself and like my healthcare. Um, and that stemmed mostly from diet. So, um, I switched to like really clean ingredient stuff, stuff without gel and gums, xanthan gums, stuff without food dyes, food colorings, um, really like poisonous additives and, um, you know, inflammatory oils that are, so often incorporated into like our yummy foods and protein bars and stuff like that. Um, I think another big thing for me was like I stopped drinking protein shakes and I stopped eating protein bars and instead like I actually started eating it. Um, I mean that goes for like protein, collagen, my vitamins. I started getting that out of food rather than like taking you know a protein bar that is like synthetically manu manufactured. Um, so yeah just like High protein diet, um, healthy fats, healthy oils that you can get from like fish, chicken, um, steak, uh, and then like the carbs, the healthy carbs, you know, like vegetables, rice, sweet potatoes, um, all that good stuff. I mean, just having like a healthy, well-balanced diet. And it's not like you need to be like so gung-ho strict about it. Um, but just like start with like a greater, bigger idea of like, yeah, like, I want to start eating healthier instead of, you know, like, ordering a cheeseburger from Shake Shack or, um, you know, ordering some fried chicken from KFC or whatever. Why don't I just go to the store and, you know, buy some chicken breast or some salmon or, you know, like, a healthy meal that, like, I could just pop into the microwave or, you know, some fresh vegetables or something. Um I'd much rather spend my money on that, and it is an investment. It is more expensive than, you know, like, the generic, like, type of food that's advertised. Um, but it's an investment worth making if you're able to do that in your life. Like, 100% you should go for it. And great. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, oh, yeah. Alexa, thank you so much for coming on Hot Takes with Kate. I loved having you as my now second guest. Uh, and I think you did a great job and you had some amazing hot takes and you'll definitely have to come back. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for having me. And this was so much fun. Um, would love to do it again. And yeah, happy hot takes with Kate. 
Thank you all for listening in for a second episode of Hot Takes with Kate. I am so excited that uh, you were able to tune in and hear all of Alexa's hot takes. Be sure to stay tuned for episode three coming in two weeks. We air every other Tuesday, so stay tuned and be ready to bring on the hot takes. See you later.